Hi, everybody, and welcome to season two, episode one of the Holistic Hoedown. Yay, we're back. We are back. How are you doing, Reba? I haven't seen your face in so long. I know we haven't. Yeah, they were good. We haven't seen each other or really talked much for the last month and a half, really. We went on our hiatus. Yeah. And it was great. I always love the holidays. Um, But here in Denver, we didn't have any snow until literally like last week. And it didn't, for you, that's probably like normal. But for me, it was like, this is not the holidays. Like, yeah, if you live in a place that gets snow and you don't get snow on Christmas, it's like, what are we even doing this for? <laughs> what is this even, even if it's like around the time, it sort of like gears you up into this cozy feeling. And like we have uh, fireplaces, like wood burning fireplaces in our house. And we, I love to do that. And my husband's like, it's not even cold enough. It's like 70. And I'm like, like it, was, I need my- <laughs> it was 81 degrees here on oh Christmas. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, we were like, I guess we have margaritas. I don't know. (laughs) Do we drink margaritas on Christmas when it's 80 degrees? Sure. Why not? (laughs) Yes. And that's so, so it was great. We, I feel like we did a lot of cool stuff. It was my anniversary. I've been married 16 years now. Congratulations. Thank you. You guys. And that was not fucking easy. Like (laughs) I, we I don't know what you're so wrong in it. So hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, and not only that, I mean, this to go into other things, but we have talked about this on our Mondays where it's like, how come you fight on date night, your anniversaries? <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, Wait, did you sure fight? Did you fight on your did, anniversary? Did, oh, it was like a, actually like one of our biggest fights ever, ever in life. Of course. <laughs> We came out better for it, but it was like, shit, man, how do you do that every time? You know, but so we're good. Like, I'm good. I am ready for this year. Like, I'm re- I love the break, but I'm always ready to get back to normalcy. Yeah. In um, fact, I think on Monday morning, I like Marco polo you and I was like, all right, it's January 3rd. So what what's, what's the deal? What, what, what's happening with the podcast? I'm ready. <laughs> I think we both felt that shove and it was like, yes. So what about you? What, how, how was your hiatus? Um, it was really good. I mean, looking back on it, it just feels like a blur. Um, but I guess some ty- some days are, you know, some weeks are like that when your kids are little, but mm-hmm. the kids oh, yeah. loved Christmas. Um, we didn't, we didn't go anywhere. We stayed, we stayed home. We went to my in-laws house. My in-laws live about an hour away from us. So mm-hmm. we see them pretty regularly anyway, but, um, you know, we did Christmas in the morning with the boys and then, you know, we went over there and had Christmas dinner and opened presents there and they got entirely too much plastic shit, but you know what? That's Christmas, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I think it's, it's, we go through ebb and flows of that for Christmas. I, you know, we did our life on the upcycle. And, it's like sometimes I feel so motivated to be sustainably minded. And then sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I, just, I want to buy this thing. And like, I think we have to accept that. Yeah. Which yeah. It, it's like, hopefully though, things are starting to be made in a more intentional way. <laughs> you know, intentional. I mean, are, are Nerf guns really made more mindfully now? Because I've got a shitload of Legos, Nerf guns. So many Nerf darts. I swear to God, if I see another Nerf dart, I'm just yeah. going to throwing them outside. outside. Oh. But, then they're, but then they're outside and like my neighbor, their kids have them a lot. And I just throw them over the, back over the fence, you know, like they'll just be everywhere outside. So it's they're, they're, they're everywhere. But anyway. like, but Lego is doing a thing, I, I think, where you can like send in your old Legos and like you can, I feel like there's stuff like they're starting to do. I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard about some, like you can send in your old Legos instead of them ending up somewhere else. Like you can kind of recycle them or give them to other people. I mean, why couldn't you? It's just plastic. Melt that shit down, change the color, do whatever it is you got to do. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Or they have some kind of sorting mechanism. I don't know. There's got to be something. Right. 
Ashley from Life on the Upcycle, if you're listening, (laughs) can you please let us know? Let us know about the status of sustainable Legos. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But you kind of touched on it a bit earlier. You know, then, you know, January 3rd came and we both felt that push. Mm -hmm. Why do we feel that push at the beginning of the year to set goals, change our lives, get our shit together, you know? insert any start working out start eating right what is it because we we just let ourselves go during the holidays to enjoy it and the new year is the excuse we tag on to okay okay we got to clean it up gotta, yeah. can't yeah. can't be doing this anymore it's not the holidays you know yeah well i mean i was thinking about this because i think it's fascinating well first of all time is it's not like, I don't want to say relative, time is relative, but I think that it's so interesting that most of us celebrate the new year. Um, I mean, there's the Chinese new year, right? And I'm sure there's maybe other calendars that are looked. Um, the Jewish, I think the Jewish new year is also different. Different. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of us as a collective and any new year, you're celebrating together as like, this is a new beginning and it marks a new time. And whether you can do that any day, but there is something when a collective of people are at the same time deciding to do something different. I do think. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah, Yeah. You can feel it in the air and no, it's not the Peloton commercials and the Weight Watchers commercials. You just, you feel everybody go, okay. Yeah. Let's start again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, okay, new start. You know, yeah. like, I feel like a lot of people at times in your life are like, I do want a new start. I want a fresh start. And that is maybe feels like, okay, it's not totally possible. But really, every day is a new start. You get to yeah. choose what you do that, you know, like, every moment can be a fresh start. But, Right. There is something I, I love New Year's. I do too. I was just telling like I love it so much and the excitement of the possibilities that could happen for the next year. Yeah, yeah. there's it's an excitement in the air and you can I'm getting goosebumps talking about it cuz you can feel it. Yeah. Like this new vibration too. Also, like so in numerology, um we are now in well not only does it have a 22 in its. What, what? what? <laughs> and we're 22. Yeah. But um, it, so it equals six. So we're in the, a new vibrational year, all of us um, okay. as a people, but we're also all now creeping into new personal years for ourselves. So like my personal, I just went into my seventh personal year, which will be more about like, being more introspective, working on myself, personal growth. And I'm really excited about that. Like that internal turning inward, really. Um, There's a lot of other things that that vibration brings, but now everyone's shifting into a new vibration at that same time. So as a collective, we're doing those things and that makes me excited. So I don't know. There's there's a lot. I feel like we're going to need to have a numerology episode this season. Because what you just said, I was like, I want to know what year I'm in and what the the fuck are you talking about? I want to know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't really talked about that because you, we are both 22s and our husbands are number seven. So we're going to have to get on. We're going to have to get on. I know. We're going off the rails here, guys. (laughs) You're not going into that because it's too much. But stay tuned for another episode on numerology. (laughs) Um, So... What, what, what do you do as an, like, we talk about intentions, we talk about goals, we talk about, you know, setting resolutions. Um, but what do you do as you gear up for the new year? Like, is there something, cause you were talking about, like, I've kind of switched to intentions and I used to be like, what the hell is that? So like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, before I started my spiritual journey, people would say, okay, what set an intention for this practice, like in yoga. And I was always like, to make it through like, (laughs) like what I don't understand. I don't understand. So 
And I was, I've always been a very goal oriented driven person. Like I have lists that reference lists and I like checking things off. I love goals, but I, I never like the, um, okay, a goal is something that you can measure. A goal is something. And then giving me all these rules about what my goal should be. I'm like, no, Mm, if it feels good, then do it. Okay. That's my, (laughs) like, why do I have to meet all these corporate criteria for goal setting? So then I, um, I, I threw my, I don't, I never was brave enough to be like, Hey, what does intention mean? (laughs) So I kind of figured it out on my own and I realized that, Oh, this is like an energetic goal to me. To me, that's what an intention is. It's setting. And yeah, it could be, I want to like, one of my goals is to meditate every day even if it's for five minutes, but set aside at least five minutes for myself every day to meditate. So that's obviously a measurable thing. But to me, there's some sort of energy behind it that makes it different. And I don't know if any of that makes sense, but it <laughs> yeah, does right up here. <laughs> don't worry. It is to me. That's all that <laughs> Don't you worry. I got it. <laughs> it's making a difference for me. <laughs> Um, I feel like whenever I send, it's like about intent, right? Like, why are you doing something? Yeah, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Something like, I feel like there's intent and there's been thought behind it. And my intention is to share today on our podcast was to, you know, share what we have inside of us and what we love to talk about. And we wanted to share how we make intentions and to hopefully inspire. Right. And that was our intention and for the highest and best for us and for our community and the universe. Right. Like, so those are our intentions. Mm -hmm. And I think that intentions are important because when someone does something with love and with a why, I think that you can tell that. And if it means something, I think, I don't know, when I set an intention, it might come, I feel more from my heart or maybe like you said, from an energetic space. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I wasn't too crazy. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I mean, not crazy, but that wasn't too crazy. (laughs) Of all the shit I say, that was probably not the craziest. I do believe in aliens, so. Right. But I don't, I mean, I don't know that that's that out there anymore, but. Um, okay, so. Like, what is your process? Because I feel like we've kind of like, we don't have a total crazy process, but we, as a family, do stuff. And like, for myself, I've kind of like change the way I think of New Year's and what I do. What is your process like? I took, to be honest, my, my process has always been like, you know, through the month of December, I'm just on not high alert, but awareness of like, if I see myself doing something and I don't like it, I'm like, okay, what, why do I do that? You know, what, what can I, so as I go through the month of December, I just kind of constantly have it in the back of my head. Okay. What would you like to see more of, you know, yourself next year or or whatever that looks like this year? I took a more organized approach. Oh, oh, I have a list with (laughs) bullet points. Oh my God. That is actually very organized. I know. So proud of myself. So I, I wanted to start with like, I told myself, okay, because I have I have a lot going on. We've got this podcast. I've got my food blog and nutrition and Reiki business. I want to get off the ground and I've got, you know, marriage and family and personal growth. And I was getting kind of overwhelmed with the categories in my life that I wanted to set intentions around. So that's why I had to list it out. Cause I was like, there's too much. I can't do it. <laughs> so I told myself, start with two things for each category that you want to improve. And if you have more for that category, great, but just start with two. Don't hold yourself to 15 because then it becomes defeating, right? So start with two. And I did, I got all two for all of them except for family, which I have a little bit of guilt around that, oddly enough. So, 
But I have, you know, personal, my business, the podcast, my marriage, and then my family. So for, do you want me to share? Are we sharing? Well, I mean, we can share. I think that it's sort of like, well, what did you want? What do you want most for the year? Because like, okay, I love when people make uh, themes for the year or like one word that they just want to like keep with them for the year. It's Mm -hmm. like when I had the year of Rebecca, it was like, no, there's like everything that I want to do is about me. And is this towards my own growth and healing? And it was like, do I want to do this? And that was a year where I really felt like I stepped into my self more fully. I mean, I think every year you're doing that or every moment you're doing that a little more, but Mm -hmm. um, like, do you have an overall theme for your year or is there something, I I guess, is there something that jumps out for you? Like that you're like, these are the big points or. I want to work on um, detaching myself from things, detaching myself from outcomes, from Mm -hmm. situations that no longer serve me from just not being so attached to things and people, but not in a, not, a, I don't want to say that in a negative way, but no, it's super non-attachment is a huge practice in like yogic stuff. And I think Buddhism too, non-attachment mm-hmm. is a, a fascinating subject because yeah. how can you not be attached, but then also care? Right. Like I don't want to detach from my marriage, but I don't want to let the day-to-day shit in my marriage weigh me down because I can't let it go. I can't mm. detach from that fight we had on our anniversary or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Mine's coming on June, so I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's waiting for me. <laughs> it's waiting for you there. <laughs> but, you know, and right, like how do you – so, so right. And that's such an interesting, we could do a whole podcast episode on that alone. I know. Because I know. that's, that has been one of the hardest things I can't, that I've, that I've been working on. And, and I haven't really, I've just been kind of, I haven't really doubled down on it. So I think this year's the year I doubled down. I feel something in the air. Like you talked about earlier, I'm a 22. It's 2022. This is the first year my husband has been out of school since we had kids. So I feel like we can breathe and like, you know, we're, we're kind of creating our new normal where he's more involved and he, you know, does more around the house because he couldn't for so long. So we're, we're kind of creating a new, a new family in a way. And I, I do feel it when you said the year of Rebecca, I was like, well, maybe 2022 is a year of Megan because Megan can have time to (sighs) breathe. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, I mean, I like that. And that's, I'm a terrible intention setter because as I pick things, as I hear things, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I'd like yeah, some of that too. Oh yeah, that sounds good. I'll take some of that. So I'm like, yeah, sure. This is definitely the most organized I've been ever. Cause usually it's like, yeah, I'll take some of that. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Well, I think for me, because I'm very similar to that and it kind of can change day to day, but when I had the year of Rebecca, that's why it leaves it open to so much where it's like, is this in my highest and best interest? And do I want to do this? And that was not only people pleasing got out of the way. Um, like I just started to care about me. Talk about self care when you can say no, you know, like it was like all those things that could have been on my list, right? Like stop people pleasing, say, say no more. Like those could have been goals and resolutions. For me, the theme was like, all of that is an, you know, an umbrella for all these other things that might pop up where it's like, well, now I'm learning about non-attachment to going to this party or being there for a friend because now I have to be non-attached to like that outcome because I'm, I need to do this to serve myself. And I hope that Mm -hmm. they understand. 
And um, I guess one of the big things too is, that I've been thinking about is when we set a goal, it's like once we reach that goal, there's always another goal, right? Like, and that is so fleeting. It can be mm-hmm. like, oh, I did it sort of. Or if it's, you know, it's like, oh, I made this much money or I did this. It's like, okay, there's, there's an measurable action, right? Or a thing that happened, but there's, we spend way more time in the process than in the actual result. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I just started thinking about an intention or things like that. Maybe you're more focused of the, in the process, like how can we be more process oriented than results oriented and be more about growth than the result. Right. Be more about the journey and less about the destination. Being, I think being, I think that's being present, which is a constant goal intention for me is to, you know, when I feel myself getting anxious or, you know, take a deep breath and that I'm hoping that through, you know, like I said, I want to meditate at least five minutes a day, every single day. And I'm hoping that that will sort of facilitate that ability more than it is now. Cause it's, it's still not one of the things I first think of. Right. So I wanted mm-hmm. to be able, I, I guess I want to cultivate more peace <laughs> really. Yeah. And that honestly could be one of your overarching themes is like peace because non-attachment, I do think brings peace. It has in, in those ways, I think it has for me. Um, like I love my children almost where you're like, how can I not be attached to the outcome for them? Right. You know, and overbearing, uh, hovering mom, you know, and it's like, but I have to let them breathe and I have to be non-attached to everything that happens in their lives. Right. Because that in that freedom, they grow and learn and can live their lives more fully. Mm-hmm. And also, so can I, because whenever you're thinking so much about that and so attached to them, it's like, I'm not free to be me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I don't know where I was exactly going with that, but non it it creates peace as a theme like and i and some other people i've known they come up with really fun themes for their year and like i think somebody i knew i thought this one was awesome he uh he he was like like something like magician or wizard where it was like he just wanted to like put things together and like bring things together and smush it and like he wanted to he make magic. Chemist. He wanted <laughs> to make magic for his year. And I just was like, that is so cool. I like that. That's you know? Cool. Yeah. And so I think you can be so creative. And I think I, I actually don't have a theme for my near year now that I'm thinking of that <laughs> for this year. I've been kind of thinking about that. No, actually I do. I do have a theme for my year. All right. What is it? Oh, <laughs> okay. So my husband and we're, I think we're a lot, uh, kind of similar with our husbands, but I'm a dreamer and I'm a like, Oh, I'll manifest this. I'll do this. Or like, I like to just be up in the clouds. I'm also a Pisces. So I'm also very dreamy. And, um, he's like, Oh, we got those little cards that you can ask each other questions. Have you seen those on Instagram? Have they popped up for you? They're really Mm -hmm. cool. Like you can do it for a couple or a, like for your family and they're just insightful questions that you can ask to each other. And it was sort of like, what's something that's holding you back that for you to be your highest and best self. So we answer this for each other. Right. And he so lovingly. (laughs) I just love where this is going. So lovingly, (laughs) he really did because he sort of talked about it before and as a manifesting generator, I am all over the place, right? Where it's like, oh, here, here. And I, I have a lot of freedom in my life. I really do. Um, but he was just like, just do the work. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh. I don't want to. No, it wasn't <laughs> that I don't want to. But my priority has been, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I 
it's like been about them and our house and we've been through renovations. So it was like doing this house and decorating, like Mm -hmm. it's always constantly something else and making my work a priority this year is that's kind of my theme. And it's like just fucking work and like make and create that. Yeah. That's kind of my theme. So with the podcast, with interior decorating or sustainability, all that stuff that I want to work with, it's like, it's okay that you're doing all those things, but just work and put shit out, like put content out and just do it. Stop being scared. Stop, you know, I'll be like, Oh, I'll put this little piece out. I'll do this little thing. It's like, put it out. So yeah, I guess that's a long version of what my <laughs> theme is of why. That's kind of how I feel about my business. Just, you know, I don't, it's funny. I don't really have a direction and I probably should, but I think that's not the way my brain thinks. No. Because in my mind, five years ago, I said, this is what I want for my life. Make it happen. And I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know what I can control is doing the work. So getting recipes tested, getting those recipes posted, improving my food photography. So people actually want to click on my links and make my food and become um, more consistent at posting in social media. And so those are all the things that I know I need to be doing because that, that goal is going to happen for me because I know that I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing what I was put here to do. So I know that it's going to happen for me. I don't know when. Right. And that probably depends on the work, right? Like, right. How much work right. are you putting in? So I feel like I'm at a point with my business where all I need to do is put my head down and do the fucking work, churn out recipes, make contact, help people on their journeys to becoming healthier. Do just put my head down and, and do it. And then hopefully at one point I'll pick my head up and I'll be like, Oh my God, look yeah. at this empire I created through the work. Yeah. 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 Well, and, sure. and that's the thing. I think we're held back by a lot of things in that process of doing the work. It's like, Okay, well, it takes a lot of freaking time to just do one freaking Instagram post. Oh, my God. fuck's sake. God. Like, everyone who ever creates content, I'm like, does it ever get, like, <laughs> like easier? I'm sure it does, but it's like, it takes time and energy to create a post. And, yeah. and especially the posts we want to create because we want to put yes. thought, thoughtfulness, meaningful shit out there. It's not just that you know <laughs> it's not just throwing shit out there we want to put our our energetic vibration into every post we post and that's exhausting yeah and so I, I mean we can get into that but but at the same time we just need to get stuff out like instead right. of overthinking it instead of perfecting it and I, I think that goes for a lot of things not just Instagram and that's for a lot of people it's like we're so held back by fear and it not being ready or not being quite right. But really, or if that's your business, if it's that is your, in your relationship, just because it doesn't, it's not exactly totally quite right. Doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. And that's what I feel like. It's funny. The conversations that I've had when I just post something sort of like, oh, I did this soup and people are like, hey, what's in that recipe? And I like put it on my story. And it wasn't even meant to be, I just wanted to share this thing and it started a conversation. Right. I guess what I'm getting at is the thing, we don't have to overthink so much. I know. We can maybe release our attachment. <laughs> from, yes. From the outcome and yes. release our attachment to the process. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's one of the biggest reasons I chose that is I do get hung up on, is it perfect? Am I going to offend somebody? Am I being me? Am I being authentic? Am I being annoying? Just put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Release I'm, your attachment yeah. to what other people think your post is going to be. Yeah. And fucking post it. <laughs> yes. Or fucking say it or fucking do it and be you. I think that is a big one for me is how can I be more fully me? And the thing is, is that I'm constantly changing. 
So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, now this is more fully who I am. And now how can I express that? Right. Um, I pulled a tarot card and it was the nightingale. And it was like, you just got to talk, dude. Basically, like, just sing what's in your heart and get more connected with your heart. And I think that that is a hope I have for everyone to be a little bit more connected to their heart space. Maybe you're already very connected to your heart space. And I think I go in and out of that connection. Mm -hmm. But it's like, the more you know what's on your heart, the easier it is to speak or be more fully you. So I guess that's part of my theme. Um, This year was interesting too. My kids are 15 and 12 and my husband had off for most of the time. And so we actually did, um, I, I told everyone separately, like you go make family goals or intentions or things you want to do this year as a family. And then, you know, what do you, how do you want to do, you know, how do you want to grow personally? Like what are some of your goals that you want to do? And whether that's through school, through, you know, soccer or all the things that they do. So we all Mm -hmm. went and created ours and then we went and round and shared, which is a little different than we've ever done before. Like we've kind of done that together before where I've had them do those things, but to have us as a family go through that was really insightful. I learned a lot about my kids. Yeah. And, and about, you know, like what they value to do as a family and, um, you know, where did they want to go and what's a priority for them? Like, do we want to travel together? Do we want to stay in state? Do we, you know, and it's, and then not only that, but we can also help each other stay on course. Yeah. And remind Got that accountability. Us. Yeah. Like my daughter's wanted to be able to do a backflip from the ground. Like she can do it while she's on the trampoline and all this stuff. And she's like, she kind of made it a goal for last year. And she's like, I really need those like mats that you can fall on basically or whatever, or someone to help teach me. And I'm like, she had that intention last year. She didn't really do it. But now I'm like, okay, well, if you still have that intention, like, how can I help you? Yeah. What do you, what do you need to get this goal? You know? And I don't know. That was a, that was a fun thing we did this year too. I like that. I like that idea when, you know, actually, I think I, I'd want to do that now just because kids are fucking hilarious when they're four and six. Like, <laughs> yes. What's your goal? I want to build the biggest Minecraft mansion that ever was. Great, bud. Yes. You still get 30 minutes a day. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting more down. I'm teaching you time management. You'll thank me later. <laughs> But it is really fascinating to teach your kids about like, well, what do you actually want? Because then you can spend more of your time, hopefully, going towards those goals. And Mm -hmm. I love, I read a book and I wish I knew what book it was years ago. That was like, having those goals, you can always ask yourself, is this bringing me closer or further away from those goals from that that piece or from just doing the work. And it's like, if the answer is no, then don't fucking do it. Don't I mean, go we, to that party or don't go. Do don't whatever. plan that holistic hoedown retreat. Cause we'll yeah. lose our asses if we do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. We've, that's been something that you've talked about from the very beginning of this podcast episode. And I've always liked that. And I've, I've always, or not always, but since you've, I've met you and we started doing this, I find myself asking that question a lot. Like, is this going to, you know, reach our goals as a podcast? Is this going to reach my goal as, you know, a food blogger? Is this going to reach, if no, then, you know, put that on the back burner. And then having that non-attachment, having that ability to go, even though I really want to do a girl's retreat, it's just not in the cards right now. It might be later, but it's not right now. Yeah. And, and being okay with that. 
Yeah, because I, I know both of us have a thousand million ideas. <laughs> like, and there are so many things that light us up. And we're like, ooh, like, well, like I said, it's like shiny objects, <laughs> shiny objects, girl. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Let's do this now. Um, my husband makes I, fun of me all the time because he's always like, squirrel. I'm like, oh, so? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, can you stop? Like, I need my creative juices to flow. Like, I need to just get this out. And then I can think through, like, is it actually what I want? And, like, I love that he can be a sounding board sometimes or he'll just look at me and I'm like, oh, God. Dang it. I really wanted to do that thing. Well, I think even Alex pulled that on me because last year we were talking about monetizing the podcast and I was asking, I was picking his business brain. I'm like, how do we do this? And he's like, why do you want to monetize? I'm like, so I can quit my job and be a (laughs) podcaster full time. He goes, but what is your true goal right now of the podcast? I'm like, well, to grow, grow our community. And he goes, and how does monetizing get you to that goal? And I was like, it doesn't. (laughs) And he goes, well, I think you know where I'm going with this. I'm like, yes, I do. (sighs) Okay, fine. Fine. Yeah. Our life coaches are built in life coaches. (laughs) (laughs) They just kind of like bring us back down to earth because we like to hang out in the clouds. So they just kind of bring us back down. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. So I guess we had a family family talk we had like you have some groups of goal like it sounded like you had okay you had a lot of things like business family all of those things um were there any i don't know like for personal growth you, okay non-attachment mostly peace but oh 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 this is what i was going to bring up okay tony robbins i loved it's like sort of how do we talk about our goals. So it's like, it can be a theme, but it can also be, okay. Uh, this is just the one I remember most, but making a fun way to remember it. But like, I always like to work on, when I work out, I want my butt to look good. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh no. How did I phrase it? It was just like creating a fun saying around your goal, you know, like I want a fabulous ass or it wasn't even like that. It was better than that. But mine is I want to be internet famous and everybody laughs at me because who doesn't want to be internet famous? Right. At this and point, I yeah. laugh right along with them, but I'm like, no, I'm going to be internet, internet famous. famous like you don't understand. My angels are working on it. Like it's happening. Yeah. It just hasn't happened yet. And I make a joke about it and everybody laughs and I'm like, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that those kinds of things, making, um, you know, how whenever you make a song, you remember, or like you remember the ABCs they created a song for, it, or kids or songs from your childhood. It's a similar thing of how like to train your brain to mm-hmm. be focusing on those things. So if you can make a fun saying or like I want a fat ass or like I don't even like you're like "Mm, I think the word they use now Reba is thick with two c's I think that's the word okay I'm not that that cool (laughs) but now I know (laughs) now I know um I but what I'm getting at is like making it fun and playful and so that our brain can constantly be attracting and attaching to that and that what we do and and it makes it a little more fun. I think one year, one of mine was just like to have way more fun. Yeah. Like that was my goal. And I'm like, am I having way more fun? Right? How can I have way more fun right now <laughs> in my life? Cause I was so serious, you know, where it feels like so serious sometimes. And I'm like, really, when I have way more fun, my life is just way more happy and peaceful and all of the things. And I think vibrationally and manifestingly, that's what gets us where we want to be. I think the universe responds best to joy and fun and happiness. Uh, yeah. So if you want that badass when you do yoga and that makes you smile when, when you're, you know, doing your whatever it is in yoga that gives you a fat ass, 
position <laughs> and that makes you smile a little more, then I think I think your ass grows two sizes bigger. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't know, I haven't created a lot of those lately, but I thought that might be a, that was a fun idea and something I've done in the past that I've enjoyed. Um I don't know. Have you done anything else? Cause you, you, this is the first year that you wrote them down. Um, yeah, usually they're in my head and uh-huh. we know how, I'll know how reliable that can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I felt like this year I had so many in my head and, and I, they were, you know, I wanted, when I looked at my list, I wanted, I didn't want to, I wanted to look at, okay, what did I envision for my business this year? And I go and I look, okay, am I doing those things? All right. Or what do I want to do for the podcast? Or so I wanted to be able to do what I think we, I should have been doing, which is write it down and reference it throughout the year. Whoa. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, and I don't create a lot of vision boards, but I'm having a vision board event. Um, You saw that. And what I love about that is that I am a visual person. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, when I can see that, I, I remember one year before I even knew about manifesting or like those kinds of things. I I was in student government in my college. So Look I had an office. I know, I know. Look at me. I didn't even really need a power that. suit. <laughs> I would like that actually. <laughs> who, doesn't? Um, who doesn't want a power suit? Um, but I had put courageous in, like I had used construction paper and put it above my um, office space, like my desk. And I felt like that visual was so, like looking back on that, I'm like, oh, I I was doing that. I was creating a vision board of, Mm -hmm. I wanted more courage in my life. And so vision board, writing it down, I think there's something a little more magical to it when we write it with intent, like there's a little more intention. It's out in the world. The universe knows you. It's real. Yeah. It's real. It's from thought to paper or to poster board or it's, it's out there. Yes. For better or worse. It's out there for better. We'll say it's for better. Obviously it's for better. Everything is always for our highest good. So it's for better. Well, we hope, I guess with an intention that is for our highest good and for the highest good of others, you know, our community, because sometimes our highest good may not be in the highest good for others. Yeah. So it's like where that balancing act I do think comes into play, mm-hmm. but I do like the visual and sometimes it doesn't have to be a huge poster board. It could be something small that you keep in your pocket or something, a rock that you infuse with your intention for the year that you carry around in your purse or in your car. Um, I think there's so many creative ways to keep up with that. And that kind of leads me into how we had talked about, it doesn't have to be just at the new year. Yeah. Don't, don't do this once a year. Like, like you said, every day is a new opportunity. And if your goal that you set at in January is not realigning, you know, you've learned a lot from January to June. And now in June, you're like, Hmm, now that I know what I know, I'm going to change paths a bit. I'm going to change my intentions. I'm going to change my goal because I didn't know I have more, I have more information now than I did back in January. So I'm going to change my goal. I'm going to pivot or I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't, I think I think a lot of people put a lot of stock in the new year's resolutions. And to me, it's like, why I kind of set little goals for myself every month or set intentions for myself every moon cycle. Mm -hmm. So for me, yes, the ones in January feel a bit more powerful just because it, it marks a change in time. But to me, it's like, okay, you know, this is, it's just one more month, one more set of intentions. I don't, I think they're all big deals, right? And I think this is your life. You should reserve the right 
to change your intention halfway through the year if that's if that's what you want to do. Yeah. So I I don't want people. Oh well, I fell. You know, the best example of this is um, losing weight in the new year or starting that healthy diet, and then by March, by the time Lent rolls around, we're all all right. Lent is my second chance at New Year's resolutions, yeah. and then after Lent is over, we're there's nothing right. There's holidays. And, there's, yeah, there's, there's, and, and a lot of us don't like, um, my husband's family is Catholic, but I'm not Catholic. And while I grew up celebrating the season of Lent, we didn't give anything up. It wasn't anything like that. Um, so even as a kid, Lent really wasn't a big deal for me, but I think what I'm trying to say is don't wait for an excuse to, to change your mind. Don't wait for the next cycle for you to get back on that diet. Start working out again. You know, you can you can decide to do that tomorrow. You don't mm-hmm. have to wait until, well, I tried to give up sugar and I made it two weeks, so I guess I'll try again next year. <laughs> no, right. keep trying. <laughs> yeah. I love actually one, uh, someone had told me, because um, I was like, oh, I need to just do a detox and a cleanse. And she's like, don't like worry about it. Or she was just like, just set a date and that's the day you're going to do it. Right. And it was like, okay. Like, okay. I'm like, okay. It doesn't have to be tomorrow. Cause you know, here you're always like, Oh, I just need to start it. I need to like, I don't know. I'll start on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll start on Monday. But no, truly whenever I felt like I was like, no, I'm going to do it this day because I'll have some time to prep. I'll have time to plan. And then I'm like, I'm ready to start that day. That day just felt good to start. It, it made a difference. And because you set that intention. intention. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think we can go back to that at any time we want. Right. And I do, it would be interesting to have, like I told you how, when other people know your intention, do you share your intention with others usually? And is it actually helpful? Or it's almost like an accountability partner or partners where you're like, hey, wasn't your intention for this year? Is that like a check-in? Like, are you still on track for this? Like, are you still, is your main goal peace? Then what are you doing (laughs) going to this thing that you don't want to like, or whatever it is. Right. So, that feels like a very double-edged sword to me because there have been so many times where I've said, I'm going to do this out loud to other people. And when it didn't work out or I had to change course and somebody was like, well, I thought you were going to do that. What happened there? And then there's this almost judgment of others that it didn't go the way you had, you know, first proclaimed it. And so over the years, and I'm not saying this is a good thing, it might not be. Over the years, I find that I keep those things to myself, the big things, the important things, the things that like the things that are most important to me, I keep to myself. And then when they're done, I'm like, hey, you didn't know I was working on it, but look what I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then I don't have to hear other people's opinions. I don't have to hear my ego manifested in somebody else saying, are you sure you want to do that? Aren't you worried what other people are going to think? Are you sure? Is that really what you want to do? But I thought you said this and now you're doing that. Well, I changed my mind. Oh, okay. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I feel like for my own heart, I keep a lot of that close to my heart because I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. It's stuff I already hear in my head that I have to meditate. You know, I Mm -hmm. work it out of my head. I don't want to have to hear it from you too. You know? Yeah. Probably. Maybe, maybe we need better people to talk it out with. (laughs) Right. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) This doesn't seem right. (laughs) Or, well, I mean, (coughs) gosh, I get that. I really do. Um, 
because I think then you don't have to share that you've maybe failed or that you, cause you, you can feel like a failure where you're like, okay, well I, I got off track. And I do think that talking to someone else who either does is on the same process or understands the process a little bit more, or you set kind of a ground rules. I don't want to say ground rules, but like, Hey, when we're trying to be accountability or whenever we're trying to like keep each other on track, these are kind of the things that, I don't know how we talk about it in a non-judgmental way where you're like, Hey, I just wanted to remind you, like, so are you, how are you feeling about that theme that you had? Like, cause this doesn't seem like it's fitting in, but like, are you still on board for that in a way that maybe is not confrontational or judgmental? Cause I do think that there are people sometimes talk, I think my husband and I have got better in understanding each other's process so that we can be better facilitators for each other. Like we mm-hmm. truly want to see each other grow, but that has taken time because we're different people. And sometimes whenever I feel like, I'm like, you're literally making me feel bad right now or whatever. And so I have to tell him like, can you try and maybe say it in a different way? Or I get, I know that I kind of sucked right now, but like, if you could just maybe help me through it instead of making me feel bad about it, that would be a little more helpful. Like I already know that it was shitty or that I didn't live up to this thing, the standard. Um, Cause most of the time we know, right? right. Like you said, right. like the people are being mirrors for us, but I do think maybe trying to find a different accountability partner who is either not your spouse, your spouse might be work well, but if people don't know or being more, have be having more intention who you tell. Right. You know, and, and with I think that before purpose, I would just, I was an open book. I would right. share it with anybody. Yes. Right. And yes. that's not necessarily the right thing to do. No, not everybody needs to know. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's where you get it. And that's how that's, I definitely have felt. Yeah. I felt. think that's probably where I, you know, yeah. If you ask me, I'll tell you. Right. I'll tell you five years ago. Story. And now yeah. I'm like, um, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, because I, I think both of us are similar in this way where I am a pretty open book and I'm like, well, I'll tell you whatever you want to know about me. Like, you want to talk about it? Yeah. But right. I actually got, so I pull cards for the year for in tarot and I did Oracle cards this year and I got, it, it's an octopus. And it was saying how you can think sharing everything means that you're close or like sharing your life is a part. And, uh, and, and it was like, you don't have to do that to be close to someone. Right. And that has taken a lot of time and still, I'm still working on that yes. with boundaries. Yeah. And, boundary. and I mean, that's, lot. that's what that is, is, is setting that boundary for yourself. Okay. Neighbor down the street, I have a food blog. Do they need to know I want to become an inter- internet, internet famous? <laughs> no, they don't need to know that. But I have a food blog. If you want to check it out, check it out. Right. Yes. I have a podcast. Do you want to check it out? They don't need to yeah. know that I'm like all in, ready to quit my job and be a professional podcast. They don't need to know that. Yeah. And I think it's learning. I think as you get older, you can make those, hopefully, with experience, you can make those discern that those discernments. Discerning, yeah. Yeah. Be, be more, more dis- dis- discernments. Is that a man? I just. <laughs> be more discerning. I just <laughs> This is an old reference, but I'm like the George Bush, right? <laughs> just make up words like, all the time. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's, you know, through experience and, and, you know, maybe in your twenties, you'd know somebody for five minutes and you're like, I like this person. I'm going to tell them everything. And in your thirties, you're like, I've known this person for two years. I can tell them everything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. as you get older, you start valuing your friendships become stronger. You start valuing, you know, quality over quantity and, and you can start. Am I making sense? Do you know what yeah, I'm Yeah, but, but you know what I find is fascinating is 
well, boundaries and that it isn't always best for everyone to know everything about you. Right. And, but my husband is total opposite of me where I'm like, it might be in your highest and best interest to be a little more vulnerable where he can keep everything inside, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Ah!" (laughs) everyone knows everything about me. It annoys Alex. Telling shit to anybody. Yeah. And it, it actually, that openness of me annoys Alex because he's like, why, why do you have to tell people that? I'm like, well, I guess I didn't really have to, but I didn't really think about it. <laughs> and he's, like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what do you mean you didn't think about it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so I love that we're married to the same man. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's like, so I know there are others out there like our husband's who have a lot of like Val is very good at having boundaries. Yeah. And I'm like, my boundaries are very far or (laughs) if they're even there half the time. Let's just say I got a lot of land over here. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of, a lot of holes in the fence. I can't get to a lot of land. (laughs) Anybody could just come on in. Yeah. Just walk on in. (laughs) Want to hunt here? Sure. Whatever. So I get it, what you're saying. And it's like sharing your intentions. So maybe being more discerning in who we share those pieces of our, like the people who are going to fucking cheer us on and you know, they want you to succeed mm-hmm. and they're not going to judge you. They're going to fucking maybe be a good reflector. Like right. they can be a good mirror for you, but they're not going to want to pull you down. That's not their goal the person that you might want to share it with is going to, like I said, want to lift you up ultimately. And so it's finding those people. I also want to have a friends podcast. Like about the show friends. Nope. About friends. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, I, friends are fascinating. Are we we doing like separate podcasts or like, no, (laughs) no, 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 sorry. I want an ep- I want one of our episodes to be about Okay, okay. Friends. I was like, <laughs> Not- are you starting another podcast without me? Did you hear that in my voice? I was like, are, like, are you leaving me? Are, are we not friends anymore? <laughs> wow. I've got something to work on there, right? <laughs> non- non-attachment. Abandonment issues? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I'm not leaving. I'm not okay. leaving. <sighs> Oh but but we are leaving about- this episode. <laughs> yeah, kidding. yeah, it's we're getting on an hour. Um, okay, an episode about friends. What what else do we help us help us community manifest? I want to manifest a sexpert to come oh, on yes, this yes, year. Yes. Um, I want to manifest. Ooh, the hope series that you. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're gonna, I think what we want to do, and this was given to us by um, a listener and Reba already had the name ready. So it was like, again, the universe came together for us, but I think we're going to do a few episodes where we talk to people who have healed themselves and who, you know, like Reba and I were sick and, you know, came back from it and now live fulfilling, healthy happy, joyous lives. So I think we're going to try to connect um, with people who have overcome stuff like that. Um, yeah. So and, and I'm and, really excited about that. Yeah. And if you are that person or you know someone who's had a, where you're like, wow, their healing process was amazing and inspiring or just they healed themselves and they right. want to share a story, uh, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Because we want to we want to talk to them. And what what else do we want to talk about this this year? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Numerology, we said. Numerology, friends, non attachment. I don't. You know, we are a whirlwind of ideas, and you just really never know what we're going to end up <laughs> yeah. talking about. <laughs> we might do all of what we just said, or we might do none of it. You never know. <laughs> but what we do hope for sure is that you guys have a great new year, a great 2022. Um, I had posted like, uh, make 2022 holistic. And I love that. I love it too. And I think being holistic is looking at all parts of ourselves and trying to 
find balance and harmony in that, you know, like Mm -hmm. making us a well-rounded whole being and not just necessarily working. I mean, it's sometimes those parts in our lives where we're like, Oh, I'm really working on eating right. But then our relationship falls off. So Mm -hmm. it's like finding that balance, but working on all of those things, just, just a little, just a little, like, like I want to play the ukulele a little bit better. So so it's like, if I can Um, coming soon, a concert on the ukulele (laughs) from Reba. It's going to be really short and really bad. Hot cross buns. Hot (laughs) cross buns. (laughs) That is exactly how it will go. And I will just sing instead of strum. Awesome. (laughs) No, but like, I want to learn Russian and, or I want to be better at Russian. So it's, it's like a little bit at a time. It doesn't have to be, be me going full out to, I mean, I could go to Russia and immerse myself for a month. Totally. Um, but those, sometimes those little actions are helping us to still be well-rounded and not forget parts of ourselves that we want to grow. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we hope that you'll have a holistic 2022 with us. Yeah, for sure. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your friends. Five-star reviews, all the fun stuff. Yes. Yeah. So we love you guys. And uh, thank you for listening to our first episode of the second season. I know. Yes. We love you guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.